0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the TLG Network Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Stewart, and today you get to meet Terrence Williams. In our conversation, we talk about passion. We talk about a little bit of basketball. We talk about music. We talk about family, and we talk about what it means to use your talents. I am so excited that you get to hear our conversation and get to hear about a man in our community who is genuinely changing people's lives one day at a time, one person at a time. And uh, him and his wife, Ashley, they are amazing people. And I'm excited that you get to hear my conversation now with Terrence Williams. All right, everybody, we are back on the TLGE podcast, and I have an amazing friend with us today. And uh, we only have a short window of time, Terrence and I do, but as I have experienced in getting to know Terrence over the last two and a half years, a short window of time can be a lot of time. And so I'm excited for you to get to hear Terrence and I chop it up and uh, you get a chance to hear what a small conversation looks like in our life. And so uh, without further ado, I'm going to let Terrence kind of take over here. And uh, Terrence, why don't you just uh, tell hello to everybody? And uh, go ahead and uh, start with just, uh, yeah, w- where'd you come from? How'd you get to Sioux Falls? And, uh, and I'll guide you from there. Yes, my name is Terrence.
1: Um, I have been in Sioux Falls for getting ready to come up on three years in September. Um, I moved here from the Oklahoma Panhandle, but I've lived in several different states. Yeah. I um, was born and raised in Dodge City, Kansas. Um, Shout out to Dodge City. Yes. Um, I moved to Dumas, Texas. I lived there for about a year and a half. I moved back to Dodge City, Kansas when I was about 17, and I stayed there for two years until I was 20. And once I was 20, I moved out to eastern Kansas and eventually moved to Guymon, Oklahoma, where I spent about six and a half years um, I graduated from Oklahoma Panhandle State University um, and when I did that I went to Europe to play basketball in Spain and um, at that time I kind of dropped everything that I had yeah to go pursue that dream right and uh, when I didn't get an opportunity to sign the contract like I had desired I came to Sioux Falls because my family moved here in about 2015, and I tell everyone this. I knew if I came to Sioux Falls, I had a place to lay my head. Right. So that's how I ended up in Sioux Falls, South Come Dakota. On, man.
0: <laughs> and we meet uh, half a year later, or, or even less than that. Oh, it
1: was about three months
0: in, man. Three months in. Hell, yeah. So uh, Terrence and I met at George McGovern Middle School, and uh, he was, uh, what did you call it, a TA? I was an EA. EA. Yep. And uh, I was working at the after-school program at the time for the Y and um, We uh, we were colleagues right away co-workers and from that we uh, didn't really have a lot of like Friendship moments, I guess initially just because it was in a lot of ways all business but uh, I'll never forget uh, the time where a frisbee hit me in the hand and uh, I kind of just dropped a small cuss word nothing too derogatory but uh, definitely snuck something out there on accident and uh, and I remember Terrence looking at me and uh, I don't know it was kind of from that point where uh, I think something kind of sparked in a way of like alright we're gonna be real with each other right and uh, it's funny how things can come from something like that but uh, yeah so Terrence uh, Tell me a little bit more just about who you're here with now in, in, in Sioux Falls. Uh, obviously, I, I was uh, honored to be able to, to go to that special event, but why don't you just uh, talk to everybody just a little bit about what happened in the last year, who, uh, who came into your life officially that, uh, yeah, that's kind of brought it all together for you. Yeah, so I married my childhood sweetheart yes. in September.
1: Um, We actually got married in in Jetmore, Kansas, about 25 miles north of where I'm originally from. Shout out to G and his wife. They came down to celebrate the day with us. But um, my wife moved here in, I want to say, June of 2018. Right. So uh, we lived together for a short time before we got married. But she is now in the game with me, and uh, we're living together and enjoying our newlywed moments. Come on.
0: Ashley's working where again? She works at Service First Federal Credit Union. Yeah, and she works hard. Man, she works hard. She has an amazing heart. Yes. She she is such a glue to that company in in unique ways, right? Like you and I both know that she uh, has such a, a radiance, such a light, such a positivity and energy that, uh, you know, in that type of industry can get a little mundane, can get a little bit, uh, I don't know, just with turnover rates and all the different things. She's uh, she's an anchor, man, in that area. So, uh, shout out to Ashley. Uh, So, as uh, y'all know that, uh, you know, my goal in bringing on guests, it's to uh, really have you here... From people in my life that I know have immeasurable amounts of gold inside of them and I believe that we all can grow a lot from those who we listen to um, either for good or for bad and so I believe uh, a couple things about Terrence just uh, face-to-face here Uh, when I think about Terrence I think about uh, I think about the purest water, man. I think about uh, I think about, you know I, I even handed you a, a glass of water starting this podcast. I said, "Hey, man, this is purified water." And uh, as soon as I said that, I just got like an image of you, like you're just like someone that's been through through a filter, and uh, and you and I know who that filter is, oh, yeah. but, uh, but it's created a, um, a beautiful, you know. A beautiful story. You know, you have such a unique story and such a special story. And so, as we uh, talk just a little bit more about how we know each other, uh, before we jump into all of your stories that you want to share with us today, um, what's a few other things that uh, you would want our audience to kind of know about our relationship and uh, something that's, you know, special on your heart? I shared the Frisbee story. Um, would you kind of share a story that comes to mind that uh that just yeah, sticks out that, you know, as people are trying to understand like, man, who are my real friends and what does that look like and, and how do I how do I invest in friendship? You know, a lot of this podcast I, I want it to be geared around hearing what it sounds like to have a friend. And uh and so what comes to mind as far as, you know,
1: um, honestly, <clears throat> as you mentioned at the very beginning, man, we've spent quite a bit of time together, you know, in, in business and, you know, just building our relationship as friends. But, um, one thing that really stuck out to me when you and I first met is, man, how deeply rooted you were in the word of God. Hmm. Um moving up here to the northern part of the United States has has been a challenge for me. Hmm. Um it's it's a little different out here. Come and on. and to uh not necessarily have you approach me with the word of God, but always have that in our conversation. Mm-hmm. Always made me feel like if I was at home, man. So wow.
0: yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes down. Chilling at Starbucks, I got my word. Yeah. And we just we start conversations from there at 5:30 a.m. on Saturday
1: mornings, man. It'd be negative 4 or 5 <laughs> degrees out. We'd be getting it in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. And and you've been a huge part of uh seeing my family grow. How many kiddos did I have when uh when we first started?
1: Let's see. You had Ember. You have Moses and Ransom. Okay, yep. Yeah.
0: so you had the three. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so yeah, you've got to see them all grow in, in their own ways, and uh, Ransom yeah, was actually
1: special. just being born when I first met you. Right, yep.
0: right. Yeah, and so just a unique, um, you know, bigger picture here is, is you worked with my wife, um, and, and technically we all worked together right. at, the, at the YMCA yep. for, for a, a while, and uh You know i don't know how often my wife listens to these podcasts but this would be a a way to uh maybe get her to take a listen what uh what comes to mind as far as when you think about ellen um just your guys' story together what what sticks out to you what's the story that comes to mind and kind of maybe bring it back full circle to where things are right now in life that'd be pretty funny to hear that right
1: um something that sticks out to me um when i was at the ymca she was definitely a huge support um I know I could go to her and ask any question, get a solid answer. Mm -hmm. You know, if she didn't have it, she would let me know and I was totally okay with that. But also, man, just the fact that, hey, I didn't even necessarily have to be hungry, but, you know, some days I would get a knock on my office door and was like, Hey, I got these egg rolls from Golden Bowl. You want some? I was like, Hey, <laughs> all right, that's cool. And I'm not even the biggest Chinese food fan, but hey, I took them and received them with Thanksgiving, man. So that was a blessing.
0: Full circle where you guys are working together now. Right talk, talk to me a little bit about that and, and your journey, uh, you know, to where you are.
1: Yeah, so since I've moved to Sioux Falls, it's been a journey in itself. I've I've done several things since I've been here. As I mentioned at the beginning, I was an educational assistant at George McGovern Middle School while working part-time with the YMCA. But when the school year ended in 2018, I went on to a full-time role at the YMCA and became the Youth and Team Program Coordinator. Right and I did that for about a year and a half and at the year and a half mark I eventually became the youth sports director and uh they went into partnership with the boys and girls club so that kind of eliminated half of my position in terms of being the uh youth activity center coordinator right and kind of narrowed me down to just the sports director alone and um I transitioned out just because I couldn't afford to be a part-time employee. Right. And uh, I eventually went on to Collision Youth Ministries, where I've been since the start of this year.
0: Right. Um,
1: I've known about Collision for quite some time now due to, you know, G, he's been with Collision ever since I met him. Yeah. And now that I'm there, Ellen has just officially started with Collision. Right. About a week ago now yeah, this is the first week yeah so we're definitely uh, working together again we all three are working together
0: again actually so <laughs> right right so uh, we're gonna jump into stories that uh, that you think God's stirring and so as I kind of talked to you uh, before we started you know you could share more of uh, your testimony um, if that's where you feel like God's leading or you can talk about you know specific passions in your life, and uh, draw out a few stories from there. And um, we're just excited to listen to, uh, to to some some experiences you've had, and then we'll break down those stories a little bit and uh, draw out the practical and spiritual tools, and uh, we'll go from there. So thanks everybody for listening, and uh, excited to get to our next section. All right, welcome back everybody. Got Terrence here we are jumping right in. So you want to talk about passions, Terrence, and, and if there's anyone who I have seen steadfast in passion that's healthy, it's you, man. You uh, you continue to have a steady fire, man, and uh, you don't, you don't you know, I don't see you as the kind of guy who's gonna like burn out because you're, you know, you're so laser hot, focused on like pass one passion, but you have just a very unique, special between you know resting and and going after you know your passions and and your roots in those passions. Like there's such a beautiful balance, and so I think it's just a such a gift, and and that's you know I think what a lot of us can learn from. So so yeah, go ahead and jump into where those passions came from, what they are. However order you want to go into, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, so I feel like I've
1: became really passionate about <clears throat> a certain couple of things over the last few years. And one of them is definitely uh, working with students. Um, I obviously have a passion for basketball. Most everyone knows that about me. And uh, I also have a passion for, for my Lord and Savior, man. He mm-hmm. saved me mm-hmm. from the pits, you know? and Come on. Um, he's just kind of gave me a burning desire to just... Man, I, it's kind of difficult to explain. Give
0: back. That's what I hear you say yeah. often. It's like, what can I do for him since what he's done for
1: me? Right. To even try to attempt to give back, man, because I know mm-hmm. I can't, you know? all I can do is try my best to get it done but man I really enjoy working with students and and one of the passions that I have is teaching the game of basketball I've always been known as a player and uh in 2013 I met a youth pastor that actually took time out of his busy day to just come hang out with me Hmm. and and rebound my shots and you know, when I think about, you know, trainers and things like that today, I see them, they they get paid to do it, you know, and, and it may not even necessarily be something that they desire to do, but they know the financial aspect is involved in it. But this man would spend hours of his day with me in the gym. Right. And it's just like, man, you put me on the teachings that saved my life. Right. And... I just want to do that for the students and the kids that are around me.
0: Yeah, I think it's beautiful that you're still connected to this pastor to this day. Yes, I mean I think you made a call to him when you started at Collision. Yep. Just getting things, you know, clear, right? Right. Because there was a lot of uh, learning. Happening Absolutely. right there at the very beginning. And so what's his name again? His name's George
1: Lambert. He is from Silver Lake, Kansas, but he and I met in Gaiman, Oklahoma in okay. 2013. Wow. Why was he there? Um, he was the youth pastor at the church okay. that I eventually started going to, okay. but I met him at a YMCA, man. So wow. just kind of connect all of those dots. My, right. You know, the story of it all is unique. <laughs> the YMCA, you know, has a huge place in my heart, whether it be in... Oklahoma, Kansas, South Dakota, wherever, man, the YMCA is something that will always
0: be with me forever. So basketball and youth, your Lord, fishing's on that list. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Spending time with your wife and just chilling and watching the game on the telly. Yes. Those are huge. Can't beat those moments, man. You really enjoy your parents and your niece and nephew and and just your, your extended family. And uh, uh, and then just good Hispanic food. Oh yeah, (laughs) can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Los Paisanos, shout out in Sioux Falls, best Hispanic in town, except for your mom's. (laughs) Right. So uh, so with those passions, you talked just a little bit about where they came from, and talk to us just uh, what's a story that sticks out. You know, you talked about your youth pastor, and and that's kind of a a good small story. What's what's another story that uh, comes to mind that has shaped a lot of how you think or what one of the bigger stories in your life that you learned a lot from? Can you uh, share with us thinking kind of in that realm? Um, Just... My time that I spent at the
1: YMCA as the youth and teen program coordinator showed me a lot about students. Wow. Like, it was a a diverse group of kids, man. And, like, you know, just to be able to see and listen to all of their stories and see how different each and every one of them's background was really showed me, like, why kids and even you know adults are right. the way that they are right if something in my heart sense. right
0: away it does make sense that makes a lot of sense something in my heart right away just because for sake of time here uh a really powerful moment that i recall is when you got the gun pulled on you <laughs> that was that was no joking it's a weird moment Will you uh yeah just walk walk us through that and i wanna put that in a positive light because i mean you you didn't run from that you uh you brought more light as a result of that dark moment, and so will you just uh kind of just share that story a little bit of of just kind of the events leading up and and uh I think there'd be a lot that we can possibly take from that and uh and learn from yeah, so Sioux Falls has quite a few kids here that that have background
1: in, in Chicago, right? And uh, you know their families move out here and you know, I'm not I've never been to Chicago, you know what I'm saying? But you know the things that they're accustomed to You know out there are I'm sure different than what it is here in Sioux Falls mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong Sioux Falls is growing. It's the largest city in the state of South Dakota but I mean, from my understanding, is this used to be small hometown Sioux Falls, right like nothing like Chicago, right and uh, I don't know. We just had some students just get into a massive brawl on some like gang type stuff, yeah. man, and
0: red, I don't blue, know red, blue.
1: Uh, yeah, it was one of them was blue, and the other one was just kind of like a group of friends, right and um. But they were just repping what they were repping, right? You know, I don't know what it was exactly, right. but
0: I know that it all broke out. And, and you got basically right in the middle of it because it was like closing time. Yep. And you're the leader yep. of this whole establishment. It's eight thirty at night. It's a winter night, and you're doing your job right mm-hmm. and and guiding students out in the midst of the, in the midst of the brawl, quote unquote and uh basically what i recalled was is that from the outside not from the inside from the outside someone came around the parking lot yeah man so like i said the brawl came you know came about
1: and i was standing like at the front of the doors and i don't know this young man pulled out a little 38 and like i had my back turned to him and i like just like glanced and i seen it And I looked at him, like, dead in his eyes, and I was like, look, man, get out of here. Right. And then, like, he fleed. Like, I didn't, I knew him, I had seen him a few times, but I never knew his name. Like, I still don't know the young man's name to this day. Right. But I seen it, man, and he knew that I seen it. And he was gone after that.
0: Yeah. It was, it was kind of trippy, man. To be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And that was... Seven months in, possibly or so, into that position, possibly yeah. longer. Yeah, that sounds about right. Man. Right, it's about halfway through. Yeah, and uh, and obviously, you know, all I remember in response was you cracked down on some on some pretty simple basic rules, yeah. um, as far as just policies and procedures. Uh, you were hosting probably you know anywhere from forty to eighty kids. And then upon the day, man, it would get pretty deep in there. Right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, you and I obviously saw a lot. I saw a lot less because I was there less. <laughs> but um, why did you stick it out? Like, why in the midst of, you know, especially the following days, there was a lot that still happened after you were, you know, there for, you know, that whole time. Uh you know you and I both know you know the the dozen or so youth that uh that we were making you know ongoing you know connection with and doing our best to just mentor and support, but I mean for anyone who hears this they're gonna be like, why would he do that? why would he continue why there'd be a lot there's gonna be some of those questions, so what is it in your heart that says like This is the right thing to do. Well, I don't know if a lot of people understand me when I say this, but
1: I I feel like I truly mean it when I say it. When I work with students, it gives me the opportunity to express myself the way that I want to be. You know, I don't always, I I have to be on a professional level, but I get to be who I am. You know what I'm saying? And kids relate to that really well. And I just built a lot of relationships with students in a short amount of time, man. Right. And it was like, man, I want to be loyal at the same time. And that plays a high factor in my life because I feel like in my younger life, I was always associated with people that weren't very
0: loyal, and I didn't like that. Wow. So when you say loyal, you're talking about the why Behind sticking it out, you wanted to. I wanted show to show, yeah, I those wanted, students. I wanted,
1: yes, I wanted to be loyal to the students, man. To be honest with you, I don't even really think it was about
0: the why. To be honest with you, right, like, it was about the kids, man. Right. <laughs> because you and I both know that the biggest missing ingredient in their life is that right. is loyalty, consistency. Someone that's reflecting. Someone we can trust. Right. And someone that's not gonna run away when things get hard. Yeah. So when you look back on yeah, the 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 time at the at the Y. Or if you think about even the time you've had a collision working with youth, working with the rebels, is there is there any like new experiences that you're that you're processing um that you're learning from
1: you know collisions a youth ministry man and (laughs) man I never thought I would go into ministry like Mm. you know it's I don't know man but just uh knowing that I'm out sharing the word of God man and Knowing that I'm equipped to do that and knowing that I'm out doing it the right way hmm. is something that really sticks out to me, you know, in my beginning stages of being in ministry, man.
0: Um, right. Will you talk a little bit more about doing it the right way? And I'll connect the dots if, if, that's, uh, if, if that's...
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like when you share the Word of God, man, you, you, you want to give the truth, You know, you don't want to give it like watered down by any means. I mean, you got to start with baby food. You don't want to come in just hammering and beating people up. Right. But when it comes down to knowing what it is that you're talking about, man, that's vital. Because if you go into something and you don't know what you're talking about, you're going to be walking around there looking crazy. But he (laughs) equips you. Right. He equips you, man, and it's also encouraging because it it encourages me to stay in my word more, so that way uh-huh. if, if questions do arise or if I get in a situation where I'm like, well, what do I do here you know I'll, I'll i'll know what to say or do, right,
0: you know what I'm saying, right That's good, so we're gonna take a break here. we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor, and uh we'll and uh Story time with maybe one more story of uh, Terrence and I, and uh, we'll go from there. This week's sponsor is Select Painting. With over a decade of professional experience in the Sioux Empire, voted number one in local best surveys for eight consecutive years, Select Painting is South Dakota's largest painting company. I am honored to say that while Select Painting continues to impact the lives of their employees and customers as they grow, the company relentlessly aims to deepen their vision of transforming lives, growing in excellence. I have the honor of witnessing the owners, managers, and painters continue to practice the values of family, fun, grit, and growth in a way that changes the atmosphere of every job site they work on. In March, Select Painting is offering a special painter for a day package while continuing to give free estimates to residential customers for the exterior and interior remaining season. Select Painting is also at the beginning of their recruiting season, hiring positions for commercial and residential for the spring, summer, and fall. Thanks again, Select Painting, for all you do to make this podcast a reality. Let's get back to our episode. Alright everybody we are back and we are in our uh, last little bit of story time here and so I'm gonna have Terrence just talk to us about family. It's a huge part of his life from what I have been able to see in the last two and a half years and so Terrence go ahead and just uh, drop in here with uh, stories that come to mind you know briefly with your with your mom and your dad, niece, nephew, sister, extended family, and then tie that all in with Ashley, and uh, yeah, just some special things that come to mind. Oh man, I spent a lot of time with my mom and
1: dad, my niece and nephew, and you know, somewhat my sister. Um, Yeah, so I would say in 2006, my sister had my niece, Her name's Nevea. Shout out Nevea. Yeah, I've been an uncle since I was fifteen years old, man. So, her and I are definitely really close. Um, She had my niece when she was a senior in high school, so you know I got to experience a lot of different things, man. Right. Um, but with her just being a part of our family, it kind of changed everything. Like it, it it opened up a lot of our eyes just to kind of see like, hey. You know, this This is really happening. This happened. Like, you right. know, she's been a blessing. Amazing. And um, later on that year, or la- I would say about a year and a half later, she ended up having my nephew, Dre. Shout out Dre. Um, yeah, so when he was born, I was actually living in Texas. So, you know, in his, I guess his newborn stages, I didn't get to spend as much time with him as I did Nevaeh. But, you know, he and I are really close as well. Um, they live with my mom and dad. My sister actually lives in Florida. Um, man, we spend a lot of time together throughout the weeks. You know, right. um, I'll stop by, see how they're doing, and, and just hang out, cut up and laugh, make, you know, make fun of my dad, just to you know, kind of spark <laughs> his day up before he goes to work. He works overnights. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about that. How long has he been doing that? Man, my pops is a working man. Sometimes I feel like that's all he ever knows. Um, He's been in the packing plant industry ever since I can remember. That's kind of what caused us to move around so much. But, yeah, man, he works 9 p.m. to about 7 a.m. every day,
0: man. So he's always on a grind. Right. And I'll just never forget, I mean, our audience won't ever get to see this. Maybe some photos online from Facebook with your wedding, but... uh your dad is just a shining man. I mean, from the, from the, you know, what do you call that? What kind of haircut do you call his? Oh, uh, he just has it peeled all the way back, man. That's, He's that's a baldy. Yeah, <laughs> peeled all the way back. And, and he just, his eyes, man, those things just pop with life. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so talk to me about your mom a little bit.
1: Yeah, man, so my dad's definitely been a blessing. He's taught me. He's taught me a lot, man. He showed me yes. what it's like to be a man right my mother she's always been a nurturer um if i need anything right hey i know i can
0: call on her and it's gonna happen right um
1: and one your fa- day and your
0: mom is uh hispanic so she is yes uh, so she's talking spanish uh often or not often
1: i just depends on who she's talking to okay um she, you know my my spanish is you know it's okay, okay. but it's not the greatest you know, some things I understand that she right. says, but not everything. Sure. Um, but yeah, she's great, man. Yeah. She's funny. Yeah. Super funny. Some of the things that she says, I'm like, goodness gracious, why she say that. But, <laughs> you know, I'll think back on it later. And I'm like, oh, this lady's crazy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we spend a lot of time together, crack jokes and hang out. Favorite memory with mom and favorite memory with dad? My favorite memory with my mother is um, probably in 2013, 2012 maybe. And, you know, I was just kind of on a downward spiral. Wow. And, and she shed some light on some things that I was doing wrong. And I always remembered it. And it really encouraged me to change and want to do better. Wow. By just a few simple words that you she told those me. those were?
0: briefly summarize Um, paraphrase
1: basically Terrence you weren't brought up the way that you act along those lines come on and uh, you know just thinking about that is just you know that really you know it hit home for me man and, and really encouraged me to do better Wow really encouraged me to do better. So, shout out to mom's for that, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And some good times I've had with my dad, man. Uh There's a lot. You know, we like to watch comedy movies and stuff like that, man. I didn't and know that. Yeah, we like like Eddie Murphy's and Martin Lawrence's and Bernie Mac's and stuff <laughs> like that. Like that's <laughs> classic stand-up to us, but we love to fish too. Right?
0: Not ice fish.
1: Nah, not, nah, my dad won't get on the ice. <laughs> he won't get on the ice. I have yet to get on the ice. But while I'm in this part of America, I plan to do it one day. Come but, on, Seth. Yeah, we, uh, we love to catch bluegill, man. A lot of people don't like to eat bluegill, but that's, that's a delicacy for old Squeak and I. We, we love to fish. That's awesome. We love to fish. Would you say he fishes more than you do? Now, No. Okay. Like, he's, man, I hope to get him to the point to where it's like, Pop, like, you know, let's go throw some poles in today, man. Like, relax. Like, you wow. know, he's getting up there in age, man. Like, I don't want to see him working the way that he works every wow. day for the rest of his life because he works all the time, man. But we're we're going to
0: get there. We're right. going to get there, man. Right. Definitely. Uh, have your mom or dad shared any of their thoughts or feelings towards you transitioning into ministry? I haven't talked to you about that, so I'd love to hear just like the smallest thing would be really impactful to me.
1: Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that they've shared any thoughts about me going into ministry, but man, I know like on my dad's side of the family, like I have so many aunties and uncles that are in ministry. Oh, wow. So, I mean, hey.
0: There's some cool shout-outs yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who is that? You want to just say in my name?
1: Um, I had an uncle that was a bishop in uh Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. Um, man, I mean the list really goes on. Wow. But you know like my family's really not that close. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like hard to Sure. To be like yeah they did this they did this like you know I don't know all of the details but I know what they did and what they do I also have an uncle that's a pastor in liberal Kansas
0: Hmm. so and they know about your move oh yes they do yes yes. so we're gonna transition now into our last story which is gonna be just briefly talking on Ashley a little bit more A little bit more about marriage. (laughs) Man, Ashley has been a blessing. Um, Her and I
1: have known each other since about 1996. Right. But um, she ended up moving away. She moved to Otoma, Iowa. And then she eventually moved to the Texas Panhandle. She moved to Hereford, Texas. And stayed there for a short time then her family moved to plainview texas and that's really where she grew up um her cousin actually turned out to be one of my best friends and shout out zach right yeah when uh we were in high school i would always tell my homeboy like hey man i'm gonna marry your
0: cousin come on
1: yeah (laughs) this is in like 2005 2006 and He'd be like, man, like, stop talking about my cousin, man. You know, I'm like, all right. You know, I just kind of left it at that. Right. But, man, we eventually got married and we've been talking for quite a while before we got married. Right. We kind of reconnected in like 2013, 2012 ish. And just, you know, took it slow and steady, man. I really wasn't in a hurry. to like you know rush and get married and things like that because I was still trying to figure myself out at the time but man she's she's a blessing and the reason why I say that is because she supports me right all my decisions and all of the things that I do if I have any questions or if I need to talk to her about anything man she she's always there she's she's a listening ear she's so kind-hearted man she's she's funny so funny and And we just have a good time together right. we, we we love music, man. One of our favorite artists is Maxwell. So. We went to a concert in the Twin Cities one weekend, man, and if I could do it all over again, I would right I, that's that's the time I'll never forget that's awesome and The, the funny thing about it is, is Maxwell was really popping in like the early nineties and stuff like that and Ashley and i ashley's twenty nine and i'm twenty eight we had to have been a couple of the youngest people in the crowd, and there was thousands of people in the Coliseum, man. So, huh. yeah, we we have a good time together, man. We like to travel. Right, we, we've been to Costa Rica together. I think here in May we're gonna get ready to go down to the Dallas Fort Worth area to visit some family and Beautiful. just hang out, man. Yeah, you I got mean, your puppy. Yeah, we got a little we got a little puppy, Paxi. She's something else. She's a wild little dog. <laughs> I always tell my wife she's a weird little better. but we have fun man
0: we have fun yeah shout out to Ashley as we mentioned just a little bit of of uh just the light she brings man she is she's a blessing to to this area and we're we're super honored to have you guys in in Sioux Falls as long as God has you here we are real blessed as a community so we'll transition into our equipping section now right everybody we are gonna jump into the equipping section the goal here is to look back on what we've shared and you're gonna have your own thoughts as as far as you know how you're interpreting Terrence and I and our conversation things that hopefully you can take out that we don't even mention here and that's okay whatever whatever you can take that's encouraging that inspires you that makes you ask, you know, how can I have a friend like that? All that's good. And so we're going to jump into you know, what what uh what sticks out to me. I'll start here. As I mentioned at the beginning, that filter I just see you as a man who's been uh, you've been you've been uh you've been filtered and uh, I don't see you know a lot of uh, a lot of men who are so true to who they are on a daily basis and uh, and and so that's the first thing that comes to mind is you know you are uh, someone who uh, who I just want to understand like what happened in that filter process (laughs) you uh you you you've talked just a little bit about uh about your story as far as where you came from um and some of the some of the paths you've been on good and bad i think the 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 idea of you coming to sioux falls to a safe place where you could lay down your head that goes that goes a long ways that goes a long ways because i think what that took was a lot of humility it took a lot of uh, a lot of faith because you know i know all your stuff was in uh, oklahoma at the time you had no no uh, none of your own possessions because you went from europe to sioux falls and so talk to me a little bit about that humility like you know, I, I can share with our guests, you know, what I think humility is, but what is humility to you? And, 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 and do you agree with me? Was there something about humility, something about making that decision that that word comes to mind? Um,
1: <laughs> you know, at the very beginning, you talked about just being true to myself. Um, yeah. One thing my pops always tell me is, like, man, you just got to be real. You know what I'm saying? You you got to stand up for what you believe in because if you don't you'll fall for anything. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like that's
0: that's part of the reason why I am the way that I am. Right. Um you've talked about yourself being kind of old school. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. How does that play out? I mean, we you brought up Maxwell, uh but I bet you could talk about basketball players and I bet your favorite basketball players other than Kauai, they're probably a little bit more old school than they are new school. So, yeah. so even like connect those dots of like, what is, what, is, what is kicking it old school mean to you? Because I think that's a lot of where that humility and some of that foundation that you kind of come from, it plays out in your life every day.
1: I just like originality. Um, originality and, and just humbleness. Humbleness is humbleness a word. It's a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I went through a lot of humbling moments that uh, caused me to really examine myself and who I was trying to be. Right. And at one point in time in my life, I felt as if I was trying to be something that I knew I wasn't, you know, like if it may have been an identity crisis or something like that. And, you know, when I reflect back on those moments, I'm like, man, like you didn't like that. Right. Don't do that again. You know right. what I'm saying, so right. I want to stay in that humble place and just be at peace within, man. Right, like that's
0: that makes me feel good. Mhm. That's so good. It's like you, you know, uh, who's God's made you to be, and uh, and you talk about that. You know, every time I talk to you, in some way, shape, or form, you're bringing you're bringing that that idea of just being original being being yourself and especially when talking about youth because it it goes back to it it, it's a it's I think a way God just helps you remain authentic to who you are right and so whether it's fishing or whether it's youth or whether it's basketball or whether it's music or whether it's your family like all these things you know God just keeps it really simple yeah and uh, and yet for anyone listening it's like crazy complex for for some of us to to get into that type of thinking or that type of originality. So that sticks out to me as a, as just so a, you know a practical. That's a very practical thing. <laughs> like not maybe an easy thing because we're all different. We're all right. unique. We all have different stories. But for anyone listening, like what does it look like to be authentically yourself and not like you said trying to be someone that you you know aren't right so what uh, what sticks out to you as far as you know practical or spiritual tool that uh, that we've either mentioned in our conversation or maybe we haven't mentioned it yet but something that you've used in your past you're using in your present that you would want to connect. This, you know, may may be a
1: bad answer. I don't know, but man, music, g,
0: mm. like, come
1: on, man, I love music. Oh, please talk about seven. Seven. He he he's he's dope. Yes, he's dope. I really like him, but I like. A lot of music, man, but my genre has changed up so much over the years, man, wow. and a lot of what it is that I listen to now is what they call, I guess, Christian artists, you know what I'm saying, and I say it like that because, like, yo, they're just rapping, right, you know what I'm saying, like, they're spit bars just like everybody else, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but the things that they're spitting are impacting my life to do better, Wow. You know, and and they're hitting on a lot of different cylinders that uh, wow. just just make me go.
0: Come on, can you, you name a few just to,
1: just to light the fire? Um, man, I really been messing with the dude by the name of Joey Vantes. He's out of Cali. Okay, he's he's cold blooded, man. Cool. I I really like him. He's a Hispanic cat, so that even makes me feel better. Right, you know what right. I said? Uh, I really like Lecrae. Yeah, that's like one of the first dudes I ever heard. Like everybody knows Lecrae, right? Right. Um, I also like uh, uh, Aha Gazelle. Huh? Yeah, he's he. You got to share some of these with me. Yeah, he's cold blooded man, and he's coming out of the south. Like wow. that's one thing that I always like is southern rappers, man. Right. Like, when I was listening to, you know, different styles of music, man, like my favorite rappers were coming out of Texas and stuff like that. So, right. you know, they just hit home for me on a lot of different levels because the things they talk about, I can really relate to. Right. But, you know... Was Jay
0: Cole out of Texas? Uh, Jay Cole's from North Carolina. Is he? What about... Yeah, I like
1: him too, though.
0: Wayne, Wayne used to be out of Texas area, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, he's from Louisiana. Um... Oh, there's one more, Chamillionaire. You remember that guy? Oh, yeah, I remember. Where's the, he from?
1: He's from Houston,
0: man. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I remember I remember being in Wyoming, but I just recently moved from California. Uh huh. And so I, uh, you know, I I had a, a way different experience going from, uh, you know, my California roots to Wyoming. And yeah. Everybody thought I was the weirdest person. Yeah. But and, anyways, I, I, uh, I don't think I brought a millionaire with me, but yeah. uh, but it, de- it definitely resonated. So You know, but kind of like
1: piggybacking off of that and not staying on the topic of music, but I'm going back to originality. Hmm. Like, my pops is really big into music, too. Like, I grew uh-huh. up listening to, like, Barry White, Marvin Gaye, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, right. uh, you name it, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But when I listen to that music, like, it has a spiritual flow into it with the things that they would, you know, yep. speak about. And yep. their music and when I listen to that music now that I'm older like I really understand it and process it and while I'm processing it also puts me back in the good old days come on right you know what I'm right. saying nope. yeah man just when you know Purity. I was a young kid and all was just easy right you know what I'm saying like man that's that's where it's at
0: music man that's awesome I love I it I use it then I use it now come on Uh, We're going to jump into our challenge section. Thanks everybody for listening so far. Talk to you in a minute. Hey everybody, welcome back. So I am excited to get to this challenge section because this is something I've wanted to speak on this podcast on for a while and it just hasn't come up yet naturally. And so here it is, my challenge for anyone listening and you know, hopefully someone shared this with someone else, and is uh, you know, is, is taking a listen here. Whether you're a business leader, you're an entrepreneur, you're in the ministry, you're in blue collar trades, or maybe you're a youth, and uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta listen to this just because you know, uh, Terrence and I. I think it's a lot. To say that passion is really hard to know how to understand. We all have passions in life, and it's hard to understand where they came from and, and what to do with them and how to steward them well, how to use those passions in a, in a good way, in a healthy way. Uh, a couple examples for me, you know, I grew up skateboarding and I, I grew up you know in kind of a cowboy culture and so you know I learned a few things along the along the way things that I'm still passionate about are fishing and uh, family time and in a lot of ways I'm passionate about talking to people I'm passionate about getting to know their story and i think i'm gifted in in some ways to have a lot of energy and how that can be dangerous you know for me specifically is i could i can kind of push myself too much push myself too far and End up not having enough energy for 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 my family at the end of the day and uh, for my for my wife specifically so I know that God's given me a lot of himself to pursue these passions and do them well and give him glory but i also got to be careful i got to be careful to not get my uh you know get my get myself in a place where i'm doing things for the praise of man i've heard recently that uh it, th- those who uh, live for the applause of man will also die by it and uh i want to be a man who gets done with the end of the day and my favorite part of my whole day is just being with my family and my wife and knowing that God is smiling and that is so so challenging when there's so much to do and there's so many people who could use you know care and affection and so I just challenge you to really assess where you're at, and and how you're using your passions. Are you are you over committing? Are you are you being authentic with your passions, or are you are you kind of pursuing passions because someone else is telling you to, or Instagram's telling you to, or Facebook's telling you to? Are you pursuing the passions that are authentic to yourself? So that's what I hope you feel challenged by, but also. Yeah, listen back to this podcast and, and you should feel like support. Like there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of hope to, to wherever you are. Um, no one has a wrong story. It's your story. It's your authentic story. And, uh, and God wants to meet you in it. Terrence, when you, uh, when you think back to where we've been in this conversation, it feels like it's been crazy fast. But yeah, this is about how long you and I get to hang out. Right. Every time for the last two and a half years, we get like hour and a half nuggets. Right. And and they they fuel a friendship for weeks. Right. Right. Because right. we don't get to spend you know that much time together. Maybe this much time every three weeks. Close Roughly. to it yeah yeah there yes. been there have been other times where we we've had seasons where we're working together and, yeah. and we're able to have some more time, but it's again more business so so these conversations that you know you and I are having right now they don't happen often yeah. but when they happen they happen and they're real so yeah what what comes to mind is something that you can challenge us with to think about and uh to kind of go into our day into our week to our month into our years
1: Um, you know you talk about passions and a challenge
0: yeah
1: I'm saying this for y'all and I'm also saying this for myself we all have passions but we don't utilize them a lot right you know what I'm saying like I I, I kind of relate passions to talents that you have. You right. know what I'm saying. Right. And if you hide those talents,
0: right,
1: you're not gonna get anything out of that. But if you go use that one talent that you have, right. then that bad boy is gonna multiply. So that's something I've been, you know, it's been it's been really heavy on my heart. It's just you know stepping into those passions and using them for the right reasons um mm-hmm. like g said man we don't we don't want an applause for you know from a man right and that shouldn't be something that we shoot for but i definitely believe that our passions should just mm-hmm. applaud ourselves for using our passions right you know what i'm saying because when we do that that means that uh we're going in a direction that you know our heart and you know is telling us to go yeah so passions are deep inside of us man right and it takes a lot to use them but
0: when you utilize your passions man you're at peace Hmm. you're at peace i think the question that comes to my mind right away when you talk about kind of using our passions and 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 having a healthy like um, Man pride is another word that comes to mind that uh, that can be just Devastating Um, as we know I mean Lucifer fell because of pride but But there does need to be I think an authentic like I'm proud of who I am When I think about you and when I think about you know, how your how your family's you know supported you and 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 you know just the, the the family that you're starting with your wife you know like man i am like proud of you i am so proud of the way that you're stewarding your talents and your and you're walking in 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 your passion in a way that is seeking to glorify god and honor your family and just establish deep roots and so that's another challenge that comes to mind right away is just we can be proud of where we come from and we can be proud of where we are and we can be proud of where we're going all that in the process of glorifying God giving him the praise just encourage us to 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 not you know be embarrassed I want to think about the opposite of you know this idea You know that would be that would be kind of the that would be the opposite, you know. So remaining humble, but also finding finding that correct idea of what it means to be proud, right? Because I'm proud of my sons, right? right? I am genuinely proud of them when they when they when they're growing and they're developing and, and you know I have three three boys and and there's a lot of proud moments, right? That I have to. Make sure that I let them know. Right. I am really proud of you, son. Like the father says to Jesus, you are my beloved son whom I am well pleased. Right. And so I just believe that's what the father says over you, bro. Hey, I appreciate it. And that's what I think it. he says over our time together. Right. I'm really proud of you, sons. You i am well pleased. Using time well. Yeah, redeeming the time. So shout out to all you who listen And uh, we love you and I hope to uh, to hear something back from you you can hear from uh, Terrence you can check him out at Collision you can check him out on Facebook Terrence what's your middle name again Stephon Williams yeah that's your that's your Facebook name right yep Terrence Stephon Williams there he is so check him out and uh, go have uh, coffee you like some good coffee yeah I like coffee caramel macchiato there it is <laughs> sweet there it <laughs> is all right have a great week everybody great day wherever you're at bless you in jesus name all right hey everyone i'm going to bring our episode to an end here and just want to say thank you so much to terrence for taking the time to share his heart with us today share where he's been where he is now in life, and just how he's going to share his passions in the future. Thank you so much for listening. And as a moment for just humility and honoring uh, kind of what we learned in talking to Terrence just a little bit about being humble. In a growing and excellence moment, I had a lot of moments in the podcast where I said and in "a" uh, or um a lot. And so I apologize for that. If that was distracting, I took a listen back and that definitely stuck out to me. So in the future, I'm gonna do my best to be a little bit more clear and concise. A great way to grow is openly communicating to everyone. So thanks so much for listening to our episode again and I'll see you next week. hey everyone i'm really excited about one more challenge for you and i to consider this week it comes from luke chapter 16 starting at verse 10 jesus says one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much and one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much if you then have not been faithful In the unrighteous wealth who will entrust you the true riches and if you have not been faithful in that which is another's who will give you that which is your own no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and money What I am so excited to share with you is that Terrence is such a great example of someone who has gone into the ministry of Jesus Christ, someone who is sharing the gospel, not for money, but it's a passion. It's a passion of his to serve youth with truth, and it really resonates with him as a person in the ways that he's doing it through basketball, through music, through going to schools and hanging out with youth. So I am so excited for you to take a long time to think about that. I want you to meditate on it this week. I think Terrence will appreciate this. And Ashley, looking back, I had the vision earlier this week of an oil rig in the fields of Texas and I'm sure they might have them in Oklahoma as well but if you look out in the fields of Texas you'll see oil pumps and they're these old school machines that go up and down and up and down and I don't know exactly how they all work but they're obviously pumping oil out of the ground and then getting those into a tank and that's the best image I can give you of how meditation works. When you read the word of God, one of the disciplines is meditation. And it's this idea of you 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 have the word of God and you're reading it and as you meditate on it, I just imagine it going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And deeper until it gets to a point where it really does something inside of you. And when it gets to that level, something happens, oil, riches, it, it, it resonates deep and then it starts to come out of you, up and up and up and up and finally out of your mouth, out of your life, will start producing natural evidence of the word of God and the promises it has and the riches that it promises. So that's just an awesome challenge that I hope that you can think about more this week. And I hope it blesses you for the rest of your life. It changes everything. Have a great week. Today's outro song is... Today's outro song is... Pretty Wings. Pretty Wings. By Maxwell. By Maxwell. In honor of Terrence and Ashley. In honor of Terrence and Ashley. In honor of Terrence and Ashley.